MC to MC, it's your dude Superb. Oh, Tom. And we got a special guest in the building today, Sean Ooh. Keegan, also known as Visions by Night. What's Ooh. going on, man? What's up, what's up? Happy to be here, man. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. How's the day going? Perfect, man. Yeah, just woke up, meditated a little bit. Meditate? Okay. Ready. How many minutes? Uh, you know, like 10, 15. 10, like nice little 10, yeah. 15 quick. You keep crystals? I do have them. I wouldn't say I'm a crystal person, yeah. but... I, couple I have some. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I need to get into meditation. <laughs> yeah, man. I had some meditation this morning, too. About I need 20 to do minutes. Is, so, do y'all think of anything? Like, how does how do you just depends, get in? man. Usually, for for me, it's just kind of like a, just kind of like being still. Just like really yeah. just letting everything just kind of like come back to that, that yeah. present moment. And then just kind of like sitting in that. And then usually I'll have like some kind of, kind of. Do you use the Bonero beats? Mm-mm. No. That's that's usually what I do. I no, but like, you know, I'm I'm a, like a novice in everything, man. So yeah, I just yeah. kind of like, you know, do what works for me. And kinda, yeah, like, I, I mean, that's what reason. meditation is. You know, it's meditation is just whatever experience you feel like you can free yourself and just live in that moment. So you know, meditation can be anything. Yeah, but, you know, it just brings it back to, yeah. to like I said, just being present. That's, yeah, just that's being been present. a big a big theme this last couple of years of just like just making sure I'm utilizing like each day. And the time that I have, the resources that I have, and mm-hmm. like what I have in front of me, and just making that like my main purpose, and then using that energy focused on like my creativity, and that's really taken me like pretty fucking far in the last couple of years. So Fuck I'm yeah. just, uh, yeah, just trying to. Trying I've to always thought photography is a little bit meditative because because oh. you, you're really concentrating <clears throat> on one thing, and you you kind of got to get in your zone, you know, yeah, framing it, and stuff. When it comes to that like that flow state, when I have. I shoot like a lot of uh, like street photography. Even when I'm at shows, man, I just like I go into like a different zen zone, and I'm just like hyper focused. I always say when I'm at shows, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a paradox. I want to be present, and sometimes I don't like want to just be in my camera the entire time. Yeah. But then I feel like that's like my highest form of being present, and I'm like in my camera, I'm seeing every little detail, and I'm like hyper aware. But when I'm like out street in street photography, and uh, especially in New York, I just I just kind of like cut off and that like yeah, I feel like I'm not even uh, it, yeah. not really even in control and like a lot of the stuff especially in that, that photo book I just came across these like amazing scenes and just like walking mm-hmm. miles and miles and miles and it's uh yeah it's like that's my true form of uh yeah. of meditation and just being I was present. looking through the book do you prefer like candid photography to like set up shots I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little look yeah, yeah go ahead man uh yeah the book is called infinite and impermanent that's like my first big project I put out last year um yeah I, I'd say definitely I'm definitely more of a uh yeah kind of like a voyeuristic fly on the wall yeah kind of type yeah. but but i do when i do ask for portraits or i do kind of like cap a moment with a portrait um they're just as important to me but yeah. yeah especially uh i shot a uh, some studio work with my homie cal who owns the outer circle the yeah. company here and we went all the way to atlanta to shoot in a studio at a uh, cam kirk studios and i was just i was like freaking out because i've i've been doing this for like 15 years i've done like music video photo work me and my mm-hmm. brother have like grown up doing uh, visuals. He has a full production studio, all that stuff. So I'm like, Is I'm comfortable. In Nashville? No, that's back home in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay, so okay. yeah, shout out to Aflux Studios, my brother oh, Bobby, man, my homie Joey. Man. Yeah. So like, so I, I just I'd rather be like outside finding like a weird rundown corner or something like that. Yeah. Even when I do, uh, kind of like commissioned work and do portraits and stuff like that, it's uh, 
yeah, I don't like the restraint of a studio makes me kind of like yeah. There's not like there's no there's no elements of like surprise. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think in yeah. in general, I think that lifestyle kind of candid, um, candid style has be- become my my main thing. But I also still like I'll set up shots. Sometimes I'll like I'll find a thing on the street or some weird building. I'll sit there for like five minutes and and then compose it. Yeah. But sometimes it's like my best shots. I just have my camera in my hand. I'm walking by and you just kind of snap it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I shoot predominantly on film too. So wow. a lot of it's uh, just like hail marrying and shooting. Yeah. And but I think it helped me trust in myself because mm-hmm. instead of like shooting on digital, especially when I got really into like the, when like 4K and everything became really popular with shooting video and yeah. like getting the right settings and getting like the highest quality, I would get stuck in that feedback loop so much that shooting film and even just shooting photography in general helped me like distrust. I'm like shooting. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm killing it. Yeah. And I get the photos back and I was not killing it. (laughs) But I always say like me thinking I'm killing it. Those like three shots prior would help me get to that next fourth one. That probably was the banger shot. Yeah. But if I would have saw those three shitty shots prior to it, Mm -hmm. I probably would have got discouraged. I probably would have done something differently. So, uh, shooting film for me, it's very spiritual as well. Just kind of like trusting in my process and trusting in like, that I just kind of have to go for it and that limit of like 36 or how many rolls of film I bring, I always limit myself to make sure I kind of like, uh, it's like, all right, you better get the shot. Like yeah, this whole book them. is yeah, six man. rolls of film for an entire week in New York. And I, now I blow through a roll of film like just yeah. driving around Nashville. Yeah, crazy, yeah when but. you're limited, man, I think it, uh, it spawns a different kind of creativity. Yeah, You know, it's funny looking through that, that book there, it was kind of a, it was kind of a contradiction to the, my perceived thoughts of your name visions by night because when i was looking through your ig it was just like a bunch of like shit shot at nighttime yeah so but that's like a bunch of like candid daytime stuff so i'm like oh okay maybe that's not where the name came from yeah so well the name is kind of like a double triple entendre i guess so visions by night of course like i do shoot a lot at night i was shooting a lot of uh just like nightlife a lot of events a lot of like homies candid stuff uh, but the name also kind of comes from like, you know, being inspired by like getting a vision or like your dreams, Yeah. you know, kind of like you get that like aha moment in the middle of the night. I used to be a super night owl. I used to stay up all hours of mm-hmm. night and uh, almost to a fall, like almost an insomniac just because that was like that was my safe space to like to like expand and think. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, 5 a.m. I just totally be, like, get that. digging into st- <laughs> yeah. something, you know, I'm like on the, those weird spaces <clears throat> in YouTube or like reading something. And uh, uh, but yeah, I think seen, the, the name yeah. kind of like. And then night also as like a moniker just has like a, a name as well, and that's gonna play into a few other projects I, I release later on. So interesting, yeah. So uh, the, so the book is uh, mostly in New York, right? Yeah. So this was like a contained project. I happened to just go to New York, um, top of twenty twenty to visit some family. I was born in Brooklyn. Okay. okay. Uh, grew up in South Florida. So I had. So a, when did you transition to Florida? Was it? So born in Brooklyn in '92, moved to Florida around like 2000, 2001. Okay. And then okay. me and my brother, my mom, we grew up there for pretty much all the way up until I moved to Nashville in 2016. So okay. yeah. the book was kind of like a well, the trip was just me going back to to visit some family, kind of. Yeah. Uh, really started getting into like the street photography, and that was my uh, my way of like going to the city for the first time on my own, like taking the trains by myself, taking the buses, mm. like roaming around, kind of doing like my ode to street photography, but also seeing all my family. And then there's a really big part in the book. Uh, the the last half is, is Brooklyn, but not like mm-hmm. the cool kind of hipster Brooklyn that like yeah. I go to and that all my homies live in, but it's like where I grew up and like yeah. where I played hockey for the first time. And uh, my uncle on my dad's side, he like, uh, I haven't seen him since I moved. So we got to like mm. have one day where 
we just hung out and uh he was like what do you want to do i was like i want to go to coney island like coney island's always been like the it's kind of like a of, sense of nostalgia kind of with a lot of these photos totally the whole yeah. book is basically like nostalgic and bringing this was me kind of uh understanding like where my taste and my style like came from like yeah. what i kind of th- that those like seven years that you're born they say like is your like very uh predominant to like how you see the world yeah. and like what shape you so like uh, even the poems in each chapter right before um in the book kind of like preface on that saying like mm-hmm. oh these that's where i get like that gritty that like hustle and bustle kind of like yeah. lifestyle flow and then this was like my ode to new york i just kind of went i didn't even know i was shooting a book i was just shooting like i always do just kept the cameras on me and just kind of taking photos and then when i got them back the pandemic hit like like i, I got home uh like top of march in 2020 mm-hmm. and then that next week the pandemic like really like swept the nation everything shut down and i was like holy shit i can't believe yeah. like, i just captured new york like right before it like that's actually kind <clears> of crazy. crazy yeah, yeah. man because yeah. i'm sure new york's different it oh, is yeah. every time I, it'll never and like it'll always be what it's going to be and it'll always uh per you know persist but like this was special yeah. like even just people without masks yeah like there there was a few people in the book wearing masks and this is like right before the pandemic yeah. it's like kind of spooky to kind of see it like interesting kind of going like foreshadowing but, uh, it yeah so i sat on these pictures when i got them back because I, I have huge huge archive of, of photos that i've just kind of yeah. uh have been sitting on for like accumulating for the last three years but i got this and i was like fuck this is like this is yeah. something this is like contained this is that definitely feels like a project and uh i waited and waited and i kept thinking i was like Mm-hmm. Uh, not putting it out at the right time because like throughout the whole summer and the winter of 2020 I was like I don't want to put out yeah. anything right now yeah. uh, there was just so many factors that didn't feel right and then flash forward to the top of 2021 I was really like studying fine art photography accumulating as many like photo books as I could I was like okay, mm-hmm. okay I'm gonna like actually do this for real this is gonna be like my first project and uh, I went to the CE gallery that's yeah. where I first met the homie Clarence shout out Clarence yeah shout, shout out, out Clarence, Clarence. the CE gallery that place has been very pivotal to 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 just like my career and I, I just want to say like my life in general here in Nashville yeah. this year and uh I think a lot of people in the community can say the same but uh definitely yeah dude I uh my homie Alex Reyes he did his first um gallery exhibition that opened up the CE gallery mm-hmm. so they were supposed to open up I think like sometime in the summer him and Alex kind of hit it off Clarence was like hey I have the space I'm working on it and Alex was sitting on this like body of work and he was kind of itching on moving on out of Nashville so I think yeah. Clarence sensed that he did like a DIY pop up, just kind of not even a pop up, like a full full on exhibition. And I was super stoked on it. I'd even meet Alex at the time, schedule an appointment to go see the exhibition after the after it like kind of opened. Yeah. Met Clarence, him and I hit it off for like two hours. He showed us around. I was so inspired of Alex, who's now like a really really close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I just I walked in that place. I was like, oh, this is fucking it. Like it's yeah. gritty. It's like it's it's like it's raw. And I love those two words to like describe my my own art. It felt like New York, which was like. Yeah. Like kind of like yeah. it was just kind of like a a, a gem here in Nashville. And that's, I, a, that's a lot of what Clarence says. I mean, you you seen that episode, right? For yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah him yeah, and yeah. I have had the same conversations. Like <clears throat> he yeah, went New to York, New York, yeah. but he brought that vibe back. And I feel yeah. like yeah. with this book and uh, just in general, but even my whole vibe, I'm bringing that kind of like New York mm-hmm. style and energy here in Nashville. And I've always yeah. wanted that to like shine through. So I had this project. I wanted to put it out. That was the perfect vessel. And I was like, I even mentioned to him uh, that day at the at the gallery. I was like, hey man, like I. I don't think I even said it, but I was like fucking thinking it. And then he yeah. said it. I was like, yeah, I have this like book I'm working on. It's photos in New York, blah, blah, blah. And he, he told me later on, he was joking, but I took it dead serious. And he was like, Hey, like if you, if you get it together, like maybe you could do like a pop-up in between exhibitions and do something mm-hmm. here. And it just clicked. I was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And I didn't even have the book done at the time, but I didn't have like 
all the resources and then him and I chopped it up a month later I was like hey do you have this date in May and he's yeah. like I have it I was like fuck okay I'm doing it and within a month and a half I like put the whole book together edited it myself found like a uh, like a third party printer printed it myself put on the whole exhibition show got everyone there got my homie Billy Cave the DJ and just like put on this because I was like if, it, if I'm gonna do it if I'm gonna do like a book release party yeah. I might as well just make it my first exhibition so no one can tell me like anything so it, it worked out man it felt really good to like I like the blinders went on everything went away for two months I was like 14 hour day just editing just yeah, figuring yeah, out God and, mode on it yeah, yeah. man and just well because you drop it in that flow state it's like yeah. nothing else matters this is like this yeah. is truly what I want to do this yeah. is, I went to album mode because I'm a musician as well so like my whole life has always been music and visuals and I've tried to do them all at the same time mm-hmm. and I kind of wound up not finishing anything yeah so 2021 I was like focus on the photos first like focus on the visual work you already mm-hmm. have it done especially this I was sitting on it for a year and I was like do that first and let that introduce you as an artist and mm-hmm. then let the rest come because that's what the whole visions by night thing was perfect because I kind of cultivated that right at the end of 2020 uh, 2020 and I was like cool this feels like an umbrella now I can put all my work underneath yeah. it so when I do music that'll be under like a, a sub moniker but it'll be pretty much in the wheelhouse of visions by night when I do poetry when I do visuals when I do music videos like it'll all be in this like little world now yeah. so once it made sense and I kind of laid the foundation and once I put this out and this was a good introduction to like the world for me like yeah. everyone yeah. in Nashville got to like come out and meet me and see it and like yeah. I kind of had like a foundation to stand on it's like hey I did this and then for me doing something at the CE gallery the first year it was open is like is very detrimental like I, yeah. I, I get to say like I was a part of really something though, super early, dope yeah early yeah. too early yeah on, and not yeah. on like a humble tip like I yeah. I love that place and like all I wanted was like a like a like a subculture and like a community to contribute to yeah. art wise, and I really feel like we have that here in Nashville. Definitely, like yeah, all definitely. the homies you've had on be- like since uh, the database. Shout out Savvy, yeah. uh, you know, shout out George. All those guys are shout great. out uh, D Sky. Like all those homies have just been like, we just all see each other. We're all coming out to the same events. Yeah. We're all shooting. We're mm-hmm. all doing our own thing, and it's just been love this year, man. It's just. It's really been. It's so, really is that one good. of the things, the main things you like about Nashville compared to like Florida and New York? Do you have like oh, a well, yeah. community more here? For sure, it's a good in between. Cause like every time I go to New York, I'm so inspired. I like, I definitely could see myself living there. But yeah. the price point, the you know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. big sea, little fish kind of. Yeah. It, I just feel like, and then Florida, there's like nothing for me there. I was yeah. just there for uh, for a week for the holidays. My brother, and my mom are there. My yeah. brother's like thriving because he just kind of brings everything to him, like. He has a full-on studio, and he's doing really big productions, and he he's just been working so hard in that lane. But yeah, Nashville is a good. It's and even just environment-wise, it's I can be in like the in like the 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 hustle and like in the creative community, or I can kind of just like disappear for a couple months and work on my yeah. own stuff and like enjoy the the environment. And yeah, like the I feel like that yeah, level. that's that's true here. You can kind of like there really is no FOMO here. You can nah. kind of just like duck off and come yeah. back and like the same shit's going on. Yeah, and, that's yeah. Like and cool I thing. I live like seven minutes from the CE gallery, so if there's like something going on there, yeah. I'll like just pop out for an hour or two and I'll come yeah. back and it, it's dope. And I just seeing all the homies like at each event and we're all just showing love, we're all showing up, and there's just so many cool things happening. Um, but yeah, in the last year, I feel like after that big wave of the pandemic mm-hmm. and the lockdown, everyone came back, and I think we've all like have been attracted to each other, the the ones that are like hungry and want to contribute yeah. with like no more ego and no more yeah. like competition it's just like hey this is my shit this is what i can do and there's just so much 
there's so much room I feel like in Nashville because yeah. yeah. instead of being in New York where mm-hmm. it's already been what it what it has been for years and yeah. like knocking on a door we're like creating lanes here we're creating new stuff like anytime I'm a part of something I want it to be a new experience for someone whether it's yeah. an event or putting out something or just even showing up and and being myself in general like i want someone to feel like fuck that's like it feels fresh yeah, it feels yeah. like we're like progressing and i just want to contribute definitely feels like we're we're at the beginning of like a new scene bro, here. i was saying Song it's like, bro, that, like yeah. um that uh what was that? i think that was on the that was on the first database episode no i was saying it's like that did you watch that cole bennett uh blueprint yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's like it's like that like um around i think cole bennett was saying like Early 2010, 11, like a lot of guys, like Chief Keef, Chance, like Big Mints and stuff at the time, he was just kind of like coming out. It was before the scene was what it was, but it was like that renaissance he was saying that's going on. Yeah, in Chicago at the time, where he didn't stay, I think he said he, he stayed about like 30 minutes or so out, but he would always come out to like the events and kind of just started off with like photography. Then it kind of moved into, they just started throwing events then it got into like more video stuff he's the, the lyrical lemonade yeah guy. lyrical lemonade yeah. guy yeah and he, he was saying at the time the whole his whole business and everything kind of formed just being out of like a creative renaissance going on at the time of the scene he didn't and really he, have and a he plan. was putting on shows and like putting on like yeah. some smaller acts who became big i i, I yeah. watched one video like a documentary mini documentary interview on him and he like got a little uzi on like one of his bigger shows and that kind of yeah like, set yeah it, like it kind set of set it, it off but he but he was he was like doing those shows yeah, like a lot. He he lived out in like the rural area, yeah. and then he was coming to Chicago, and he saw that like new renaissance. Yeah, Cause, exactly. Because there was some of that in Florida. Like I grew up um, around like the skate scene, around the hardcore punk scene, and then around like the the rap scene in Florida. So like we were where I'm from in West Palm. We're like an hour away from uh, from Miami. So like okay. all that was like we saw it all happen first, like with yeah. X and Little Pump and Denzel. Yeah, I was gonna say, were you close to like For sure? That? Yeah, because I mean, me and my brother have always done. We were always in the music scenes and always in like the music video scene so by the time that was happening my brother already had a full production studio doing tons of music videos mm. all the rappers all yeah. the SoundCloud stuff that was all just popping and we saw like uh, everyone down in Miami what like Raider Clan and all yeah. of them there was uh, this <laughs> visual Clan, yeah this yeah. Uh, visual artist Forbes he I, I used to always have my eye on his stuff he would always like do uh, people in like Raider Clan Denzel and yeah. all that and then X started like kind of surfacing and Wi-Fi funeral and all them. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like little pumps album got mastered at my brother's studio and like oh, all this shit. stuff, like right before they kind of like exalted into like, yeah. The yeah, stardom. like stardom, we, cause yeah. we all, you know, we were like so close to the culture. Um, there was one event, my brother, uh, shout out our friend, John Pata. He put on this event at like his dad's restaurant and it was <laughs> Wi-Fi funeral and X and oh, uh, someone else. Dude, it was like 300 kids even plus like in this like restaurant like yeah. like kind of like tapas bar that had like a stage yeah. and it got like shut down they cut x's mic off and there's a video online this guy filmed the whole thing and uh my brother's like running door and security and shit and like so they cut my ex's mic off and he like runs outside and the whole crowd follows him and he gets on top of a car and they fucking play look at me and he's like he like <laughs> Dude, throws I've the seen mic that fucking clip that's how that's yeah. my brother and his homie like put that show on what the fuck bro yeah. that's crazy that's then that was like a year before even like everyone knew what look at me that's was, a viral which is, ass clip it yeah. is man he has another one of little pump like they shut down the show because they thought someone was like shooting or something like that and little pump's like trying to like fight someone my brother like yeah. literally like picks him up and like puts him we in a car like, and, like, <laughs> does like the tap thing to get him out of there that's insane yeah but like after that after that scene kind of like and that was in miami and it kind of trickled over to west palm and there's there's still some some dope people either that came out of west palm or is doing it there like uh ghost man came out of yeah. west palm that's like within like our circle of like homies from like the hardcore scene yeah. um 
but yeah, like when I'm when I'm there, like I was just there shooting, and I, I kind of like when I'm in New York, I like I want to shoot everything. When I was in Florida, it was like hard to like find my yeah, style in there. Yeah, because I have like a love hate for it. Like I grew up there, and it's kind of what shaped me, mm-hmm. uh, especially in like the the skate and music culture. But when I go there now, I have such a distinct life in Nashville and like a vibe yeah. here. When I go in Florida, I feel like such like a fish out of water. Yeah, so. it's different. I feel that. Well, I mean, no, it's definitely. I always say like, yeah, it's it's definitely the time to be here right now. There's a lot of shit. Feel like in the next few years, a lot of the people out here on these interviews and stuff too, they'll be pretty big names. I feel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's why I was. Uh, yeah, I felt blessed to, to come on here. Like between you guys got an intro, you guys got Sec, you got Ronan, you got yeah. Database <laughs> and Savvy. Man, like, it's so man, and, it's just a and you know it's funny, man. It's just like a fraction of like what's so great out here. It's like it we, is, still, yeah. we still haven't tapped into like everybody else there's just so much talent out here in this city man like just from like photographers videographers like fucking rap artists pop like rock bands like it's it's so much shit you you really can keep going man it's you know I, i'm excited for the future of nashville for sure and i feel like kind of what you were saying earlier with the uh the photographers and stuff there's really like no ego or anything there is a scene i feel like there's so many but there's like nobody like really clashing or anything, or there's no yeah. And if not, they and if like they are like, I'm I'm not around them. Yeah. Or or I don't you know, I don't attract that energy. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Even all those homies in the database, like the shout out Jonathan, shout out uh, Sky, mm-hmm. shout out all of them. Like they're such nice people. Man. Yeah, and like I so I met Savvy and all of them uh, at Savvy's uh, album release at the top of last year. Oh, he had it. It was like out in Murfreesboro at like one of their homies' like living room. Yeah. And at that point, uh, I didn't know any of them. Like, yeah. And I I just saw they were doing cool shit. I I like knew all the photographers, uh, like online. I saw mm-hmm. them like buzzing and shit. Yeah. And I was like, I want to like, I want to be there. Like, I I've always like just try to be at these events that I think that are going to be like super dope things, especially yeah. like you know looking mm-hmm. years down the line. So I just fucking drove down to Murfreesboro. I never go down that way an hour by myself and just showed up. Um. And yeah, I got to like meet all of them, and I think, uh, I think it was uh, Sky Trucifu. He was like, he like saw me shooting a little bit. I was just sitting in a corner, and he was like, "Are you that dude that's posting all that shit from 2019?" Because like at that point, my once I when I put out Visions by Night, I was sitting on so much stuff, and I'm I always like have these like archives of, of things, and I don't I'm like super bad at social mm-hmm. media and like constantly yeah. putting stuff out. So at the top of 2020, I was just dumping all the stuff that I was shooting in, in 2019. Yeah. So everyone like kept seeing that shit. So he's like, oh, yeah. you're that dude that's mm. posting all that shit from 2019. I thought that was <laughs> super funny. But uh, like, does that even matter with like photos and shit? I feel nah, like I thought it like... did, honestly. But now two years later and seeing my work and finding different, like I'd rather put them out in like projects and galleries yeah. and exhibitions and photo books. And I think like if the stuff... That, that kind of separated my mindset of, like, I'm making art and not content. Like, I'm making things that can be timeless. And yeah. they're also capturing the time, and they're almost sweeter later on. Like, I let them, like, marinate a little bit, and I'll look back, and I'm like, if I show these photos, like, three years from now, people don't have never even seen them yeah. from these events. And, you know, or I capture that moment in time, and I'd rather show it. Like, I did a, a little pop-up event with uh, my homie John Stamps, Kevin. Shout out John, bro. I've yeah, been shout him out, man. Yeah, yeah, John, that, you need to get over here, bro. I've been yeah, trying to bro. get him and get over here, man. Yeah, we'll get him, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just did a, <laughs> an event called High and Dry. He wanted to do like a an alcohol free. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, that. Is yeah. that is that where you had the like old CRT? Yeah, TV that's my shit. The, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah so I saw that was that. just uh, like last last Sunday. 
yeah. But yeah, so he wants to like he wants to highlight an artist each time. He's gonna make that like a monthly event series and just have a space that's like you know around just like people and creatives. We had yeah. um, Perfect Plant Co. So are you CBD. doing most of the photography at his events? Is that you? No, so no. that's uh, Autumn. Okay. Autumn usually is that's like her go-to. I, I no one really like I haven't been hired to like shoot an event. I just pop out. I okay. shoot everything like on my own. Yeah. No okay. I like it. that. You kind of like a mercenary, yeah. photographer or something. Pretty like much. That. Yeah. yeah. They live on a hard drive. Hired, I'm just like yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, him and I have been good uh, good homies this year. And every event that he's he's thrown, he's like really made a name for himself. But he made it a a point to stop drinking and really just focus on. I know. His I had lunch with him like. About a month or two ago, he was telling me that. And he was like, he stopped the drinking and stuff. He's been doing the Boot and Scoot in USA events yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, so I, so I did the same. Like, I just kind of yeah. started. I'm always on the realm of, like, cutting out shit that's just not, yeah, you know, not helping. Yeah, not yeah. benefiting me. So I wanted up cutting out smoking and drinking uh, about a year and a half ago and just focused on that. And just seeing him and I, like, where we've taken our year, just being super yeah. conscious and present. And uh, so he wanted to do that series. He told me, like, it was kind of... Uh, you know, inspired by the talks we would have, and he wanted mm-hmm. to create like a space that wasn't like booze oriented, but still could be like a dope event. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, I wouldn't come to something that was literally advertised with no alcohol while I was still drinking. So he was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make it as cool as possible. Get like cool people out. We had Perfect Plant Co. Um, sponsor making like CBD infused cocktails yeah. and shit. And it was a vibe. Ah, there you go. See, that's yeah. Okay. It was yeah. yeah. It did take a little edge <laughs> off, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's okay. not like you know uh, dry sober, but yeah. but even still, like it was just it was just a vibe. So he wanted to. Uh, like highlight a different artist each time yeah. wanted me to have uh me to be the first one on there so i was honored i just kind of did a like a kind of like a teaser of all the the projects i'm going to put out this year so i kind of just uh did a combination of a few like i did my show photography my street photography some mm-hmm. of my commission work i kind of like put those all in there and yeah, yeah i had like the crt tvs kind of playing uh some like all this archive footage that i have of all the shows i've been to so and people were oh, so uh, yeah okay earlier you were saying i wanted to ask you about that uh video yeah so you so, got footage compiled too of some of this yeah stuff. so video yeah. honestly was f- my my first forte before photography like yeah. me and my brother have grown up uh shooting skate videos skate yeah. community we used to like dissect music videos that was kind of our entry into the video world was mm-hmm. music videos um and then film as well like yeah. studied film my, my high school i went to was a like a charter art school um called g-star in like lake worth florida mm-hmm. and their two electives were film and television and acting that was like the only two mm. which is super niche super fucking yeah. weird yeah, like yeah, super yeah, anomaly it was yeah. like all of like the stoner kids all of like the kind of like kind of like weird anime kids and then all then like some like academic and then some yeah. like of like uh yeah. like the thespian kids it was like all yeah. of us in like a little 600 cap school building thing it was super strange my brother actually works at that school now um there's like a full soundstage on campus and he's like the full-on manager of it he oh, basically nice. moved his production studios within that and mm. he helps manage like the whole that's uh, right yeah su- super full circle so really proud of my brother i'm really proud that uh that that kind of opened up for him like we were there when yeah. they were like building that going to school there and then yeah. like full circle he's like it's basically like his and he's like doing he's like bringing cool projects to it he's like the production house on it but uh but anyways yeah video video has always been like my main thing like seeing okay okay yeah so is it so is it more photography nowadays or is it so is it photography i kind of fell back on photography in the last three years it helped me slow down i wasn't like outputting video as much and i was yeah. getting really I was getting a lot, of, a lot of anxiety of like keeping up with like the vibe and the style and like trying to do something different. And now like everyone has a Sony camera, everyone's shooting like visuals. So yeah. photography yeah. helped me to slow down and like really focus on composition, really focus on 
how, what am I saying through yeah. that? Uh, mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of in that like mode where I have either like a handy cam on me and a point and shoot at least at all times, so handy I can cam. like yeah yeah shout yeah. out because <laughs> yeah. I'm just documenting, so yeah. it helps me like take away it helps take away the the technicality of it and helps me just like get the moment yeah yeah um so but now I want now I'm kind of thinking in like okay what am I doing this for I'm like I have all this stuff now I'm thinking in projects so now mm-hmm. like the the motors are running so uh, like I was at a show the other day. Um, with like four cameras on me, and I felt like yeah. a goofball. I had like yeah. a handy cam. I, I had this camera. I had two point and shoes. I had all this stuff. Yeah. But like, I know like later on, I'm gonna I'm gonna like want to capture everything, and I'm gonna yeah. want to have all those angles and stuff. So, uh, but yeah. So now it's just kind of expressing myself fully. So the video thing. Uh, I shot one music video. I just did those short films for uh, the homie Natalie Janae for her yeah, fashion I saw show. That. That yeah, shout really out Natalie. Great. She yeah, killed the, it, man. Um, she. The... Fuck. What is it? Gosh, what was the name of the event again? Uh, Black Rose Black was the Rose. name of her. Black Rose. Yeah, yeah, Solo was there. You know, that was some interesting. What's the? Can you tell me like the back? Do you know the backstory on that? Uh, well, <clears throat> Natalie Janae, she's a yeah. local uh, designer. She's, I know, I see her. I see you. All yeah, the time. she's always she's like Usually the house bartender at yeah, the drinks and stuff. Yeah, okay, super, yeah. super dope. Super, yeah. super dope. And uh, so she had this like collection that she was building up with like working with like latex and leather and like yeah. sharp styles and, and metals and stuff like that. Um, kind of like villain-esque, almost like Cruella de Vil. And, we'll uh, have to so, get her on, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, she, so she had this whole idea crafted. She came to me. She's like, I want to do like a kind of like a short film promo teasing uh, the kind of vibe and the backstory of her just kind of like becoming into her own and finally doing like her first show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super on board. We shot all that like within one night pretty much, all the photography and the video, just kind of, uh, kind of cultivated that one idea and then just went with it. And uh, so as we were building the the visuals and putting them out she did all those pieces like within the last like two months she's kind of like went in like god mode again and just knocked them out that's funny because seeing you i was going through there i saw that you were doing some of those images and stuff for that event well you know now like sitting here talking to you and seeing like the aesthetic and stuff Mm -hmm. and you're saying the raw and gritty i feel like you're the guy for that that kind of well yeah thank you i appreciate that yeah well and the thing was every time i like for now now i do like collab work yeah like commission work I wanted to like represent my style, but I also wanted to bring out a different side of me that I haven't done before. Yeah. So that like brought that it wasn't exactly what I usually shoot, which is more gritty four by three handy yeah. camp stuff that I'm kinda like on now. But I had to apply like what the project needed. Mm-hmm. And that also got to show me like that more like darker film noir side. Yeah. Like the like you know, like I studied like film growing up, so and all that the more like cinematic side, I got to put that into it, and yeah. then still bring like that grittiness. Uh, yeah, I, I I could see it in that. It's, yeah, it's got, which is dope. And I think yeah, that's kind of it's kind of like a little bit of a artsier kind of clean take on the raw and grittiness, but it, it's like a nice balance with that. Thank you, and yeah. that's and that's my whole thing is balance, man. Like yeah. ev- everything is about like if I'm if I'm gonna bring in some element of myself into it, but I also have to see what the project because yeah. we had a bunch of ideas, and I I like did like a whole treatment and sent it to her and she was like this seems like a little much and because yeah. it was what i like wanted to see in the project i was like mm. okay if i'm gonna do it yeah. i want it to be this i was gonna do it a different style and i kind of like had to take my ego out of it a little bit and i'm like okay what does a project need? yeah so i wanted to just like we got the storyline kind of set in stone and i just showed up and i was like i'm just gonna come up i'm just gonna yeah. go there and shoot it and we just moved everything around we just kind of did it piece by piece and i had the story in mind and we just did it and everything worked out and had some friends help. She built mm. all those pieces. We had a great model. Uh, yeah, and it was dope. And then piecing it together for, for like Instagram was was fun too. So when you're like going into 
those those kind of projects or like collab projects. Is that has that been like something more so recently, like since you've been here, or is that like stuff you've always done? Just kind of like um, how so? Yeah, like collaborations on projects or events and things like that. Is that something that's kind of more recently come into play? Or like, I'd say recently because I I think I removed myself from from doing more freelance work just because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know where I wanted to stand with yeah. f- freelance work because the minute that you start like just doing just doing work for other projects then you feel I was I felt like kind of trapped focusing on like what do I charge yeah am I just gonna like make art when someone like wants to hire me to do it yeah and I kind of like pulled back from that and I was doing everything almost for free or just or just coming out to stuff and shooting on my own because I'm like well no one's telling me they, that I have to do this so I can do whatever the fuck I want mm-hmm. and I yeah. can like do it on my own and it, it would like it took the hindrance out of uh it could the expectations of yeah. someone else's but like... but I do want to smartly like collab and pick and choose the projects I want to do mm. so I've just been making my own money and putting it into my own work instead of having to like be fueled and pay my bills through my art. So I kind of mm-hmm. took that out of it so I can just work on the art freely. So I didn't yeah. have to kind of like exploit it out. But the times I have done collaboration projects, uh, one really big one I did last year into this in, mm-hmm. or 2020 that kind of flowed all the way into 2021 uh, a project with my friend Tyler. He has a music project called Twice Young. One of my really close close friends. We did uh, pretty much his whole album campaign, and him and I always have like long, just almost like philosophical talks about music and life and creativity. Yeah. And he was like, "I have this project." I was living with him at the time while he was like working on these songs piece by piece by piece. And after like almost two years, he finally had like a full album. And he was like, "Bro, I want you to do. I want you to help with like all the visuals." And we kind of came mm-hmm. up with this whole like world. This, and we would just talk and talk and talk about what we wanted to see, what we were like inspired by. And long story short, we winded up doing like maybe like two sessions. Mainly, he wasn't even there for mm-hmm. one. We did all of his promo stuff, and then I worked with a a model, one of my friends, McKay, and we just went and just shot for like one or two days. And I came back with like four hundred photos, four hundred plus photos. And he helped me uh, come out of he helped me, he helped me like shape a different style. He's like, I want it more abstract. He's like, I want you to I want you to experiment he's like i'll pay for mm-hmm. it he's like because i was shooting on films so i was like man this shit's expensive yeah. like i can't just be like you know shooting and doing stuff yeah. that i know i'm not gonna do and he's like fuck it he's like i will pay like he's like I, I want i want you to get what you can get out of this so like just just let me know you know what yeah. what it is to, to charge for and like uh i went out and shot and i got some images i would have never shot on my own but i'm like so proud of them and they're so much my style yeah. but i they wouldn't have shown if i didn't have a project to come out of it so i think that's like true collaboration uh, yeah. i got something to segue off of that because um so is that like the first time someone like wanted you to like just do a whole creative campaign or a whole world for them and something like to that depth of detail? yeah and i think that was like the first one i let myself do because mm-hmm. he it was a close homie because i i've as as long as i've been doing this and as much confidence i have in myself as as much i see like my work actually like it does speak for itself i always have imposter syndrome i always have those self-doubts so that was my it was a it was a great it was a great leeway into doing a project because it was a close friend there was Mm -hmm. like a lower risk but uh i really wanted to see some dope work along with this album that i I truly had a connection with i got to like see him create it i love the music and uh now it's out each single we rolled out was one of my images he had a few other artists work on like design and and kind of like Mm -hmm. collaborating as well and it's like this whole world we built 
And based off a couple of photos that we took in the beginning, he was so inspired by a lot of my handicam footage. I was just shooting like throughout the summer of 2020. Yeah. We put in that. Um, but that was the first time I let myself kind of uh, be utilized for a project. So now I kind of want to do that a little bit more, but still be selective because like. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, how does that uh, kind of affect you now going into like future um, projects? Because I feel like it's. It seems like you're. It seems like the thing I'm getting from you. You you thrive off of like intellectual conversations and things. Oh, like for that. sure. That's I, yeah. That's what I get from yeah, you. I, you yeah, talk. I like. Yeah. It's all spiritual for me, man. Yeah. It's all. It's all like. It's all an expression yeah. of like the soul, you know. And and at the end of the day, it's shit can look cool. Shit can like you know be topical, mm-hmm. but I I I take such like pride into putting my philosophy and my art and just like my story into yeah. my art and until it was that i felt like it I, I didn't want to put it out i could i'm not doing it for like the likes or doing it just for instagram cloud i i truly want to make work that i can look back on yeah. and like even with this book the best compliments i've gotten is this feels like you or yeah. like or it speaks to me or like i see something in it that i don't see with just like mm-hmm. photography and it, it like it's beyond the art itself it, it's, yeah so is that like so is that kind of something you carry now into like future projects when you work with people? Because you know, I conversation is something I thrive off of. I mean, hence we got a, a fucking yeah. podcast here. <laughs> but you know, it's like what you know the the whole concept of I don't know for me like if it's a project or something we're going to bounce into. I feel like it's very crucial to you know talk with that person. You know, build the connection. Like everybody we work with. You know, it's like there we, we like to make sure it's a good vibe or a connection first, really understanding who that person is and what they're trying to accomplish and really finding that that common ground. And it seems like I was saying you kind of thrive off of that, too. So is that was that experience kind of like that first major one where kind of going into now when you work with people, you kind of keep that whole process or that thought in your head when you're like working on something. Are you having those yeah. conversations trying to understand, really get to the bottom of things now, nowadays? With the yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It has to make sense. It has to feel right. Um, yeah. I, I use that one experience with uh, yeah. the twice young project as like the, the staple. It's like, yeah, I had such a good experience from that. We cultivated all of that from like hour long conversations and there was that connection. And then when I went to go shoot, it was like what we were talking about earlier, that flow state of just, I just kind of turned off and yeah. I just applied it and it kind of just created itself. And I think that's like the the true, the true way to like actually mm-hmm. create. But yeah, I, I, I'm not just going to like jump into any project just for the bag or just for a quick buck. Yeah. Like it ha- it's going to have to have meaning. And I have so many close friends around me that I like believe in and that these projects or their own projects that I like uh, really love. So I think mm-hmm. I don't really need to look too far out if I just yeah. work with my inner, I have like, I call them like hit lists. I have like my mm-hmm. my notebooks of people that I want to like work with, people that I want to like have on my podcast when I start that this year. And like the if I I'm just attracting them, and mm-hmm. even in the past two years of just being a part of the community, these people have like we've we've attracted each other. So yeah, it has to feel right. Like I I want to like truly collaborate. I want everything to be a 50-50 yeah. exchange. I don't want to just be a gun for hire. And that was even a big hurdle I had to get over this year of. It sounded like super arrogant and a little bit egotistical, but people were like, "Oh, you're a photographer." I'm like, "Oh, no." I was like, "I shoot photography." And yeah. Like, it just and it's it was like those little diversions that I had to do for myself because I'm like, I'm I really just want to be an artist. I want to put out art, and, I, yeah. and it's it sounds totally super cliche. It sounds super reductionist, no, but I get it. No, but, I totally because like because every, every everyone shoots dope photos, especially yeah. in like the film community. Community like 
I saw a lot of like my the style I was adopting become popular and then that's when that kind of that self-doubt's like well fuck like what am I doing differently than anyone else yeah. but then I come back I'm like well it's the the love and like the time I'm putting into it it's like all of that training in my eyes so like if you're paying me for a project you're paying for like my collaboration and my intellectual property mm-hmm. not just like taking a dope photo because yeah. honestly like I don't feel the need that like I don't think that's like yeah. special yeah, yeah. So. I mean yeah no good photos are a dime a dozen but the good thing about it is if they have that vision behind it to where you can tell that it's their photos. And you can feel it, man. Yeah. And, and I want to feel that. I want to capture, like anytime I take a photo of anyone, that's my way of like, uh, of like praising them, you know, like yeah. say if it's like a dope outfit or, or I see someone that's like in their elements, like I want the dopest photo of you so you could see how dope you are. And that's yeah. like, you know, that that's like my true form of like appreciation is me taking a photo of someone and it's, and then I get to like, you know, show off my artistry through that. But mm-hmm. like anyone I take, I point a camera at and I'm literally paying every time I take a photo. It's like, I am saying like, thank you for being you. And yeah. I think that's like, that's, that's kind of been my thing this year. That's, that's, I like that. That's touching. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Little sentiment. It's so I, I kind of want to reverse, reverse engineer that, that, that creating worlds thing. Cause it's like, all right, say, uh, let me just give you an example here. So someone, someone ask you, like, yo, hey, I need help creating a world. And maybe they don't quite necessarily know how they want to go about it. Or, you know, maybe the right questions, but they know this is something they're trying to do. So from your perspective, if you're going in and you're analyzing someone's art, like what are kind of like the first steps you're taking if you're thinking, all right, how would I approach creating like a world for this person? What are you thinking? Um... Well, first off, I would have to have, like, an immediate connection to it. Yeah. Because, like, subjectively, I have my own opinions. And then, like, objectively, I can I can tell if, like, someone's doing mm-hmm. dope shit or if they have a, their own style. But, like, mm-hmm. if I don't fuck with it on a personal level, I probably can't get much out of it. Yeah. Uh, so I would have to have that connection to it. But usually it's it's kind of, like, stripping it all the way back. It's like, well, what are you doing this for? Yeah. Uh, what are your influences? Where did you come from? Like, what – where do you – how do you want to like envision yourself or mm-hmm. like how, how do you want the world to see you? Yeah. Um, and then usually I can kind of like, you know, do a little bit more research and kind of psychoanalyze on my own tip of like seeing what they're, I, I can usually like kind of get what they're like mm-hmm. referencing and vibing yeah. and I can kind of bring that into it. Um, Cause I know you were saying audio too, you know, it's a, it's an audio and it is a visual thing at the same time. Yeah. So and like, like I said, man, I'm like yeah. just as much everything, as much, emphasis that i put into like studying visuals and and visual art i'm doing the exact same with music so it's kind of it's kind of like been my big uh just like i keep putting music on hold and keep putting that on. yeah i got some questions on that so okay when you're when you're working with certain artists and things you know musically okay so you say you do music and stuff so is that kind of something panning through your head as well just like from the musical side of things when you are working with like certain artists and things how does that kind of like filter into your work oh yeah for sure because i because i can see how it applies in the music realm and yeah. then i can see how it applies in the visual realm i think a music video has always been like my my like perfect my favorite medium because yeah. it's everything it's like it's short it's to the point it's abstract it can be whatever the fuck it wants to be uh but the, but it also helps the the music it all the visual helps 
get what the music is trying to say across. Yeah. Because there's there's sometimes I'll hear a song and I'm not really fucking with it, and I'll watch it with the music video. And I'm like, oh, I love this song. Yeah, exactly. And it's you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah, true. Uh, yeah. and that's I just think that's apparent in how anything is presented. So like, even just my art in general, it doesn't always have to have a face to it. I want my art to speak for itself. But then, like you were saying, like when you meet the artist, I want my expression to kind of yeah. be accompanied with it. So mm-hmm. until I felt like I was, I did like the self work to to get my confidence and my self expression to I where I wanted it to be. Then I started putting out my art because I was like, if I just put it out, but then like I don't know how to be myself, or I'm not really like expressing myself the way mm-hmm. I want to beforehand. It's not gonna make sense. Yeah, and you kind of make everything a full package. But yeah, I think of uh, say if I'm working with a music artist and I'm very much involved into the in like the music scene so that's mm-hmm. always usually the people that i work with first um yeah like i i can s- clearly see like what realms they want to be in yeah. what they want to reference and then i take like my uh my experiences and my like influences and i put that into into it as well so kind of what's the what's the plan with like the videography photography like move because it's like do you do you envision yourself kind of you know you say your brother has a production company mm-hmm. do you kind of see yourself eventually taking some kind of route like that maybe some kind of like creative agency maybe like a company of like other photographers models things like that maybe throwing runway shows like different kind of creative projects like that what do you see it I could see I would say no as like an agency um I I, I think my highest form would just be a self-sustained artist and then a creative director. Yeah. Um, so me putting together creative projects as a whole and then from the top down or being hired on as a creative director for bigger mm-hmm. projects or kind of putting them together from the top down yeah. and having like a wheelhouse of like collaborators. Because what my brother is doing, he's like a full a full studio top to bottom. Like he directs a lot of the stuff that he does or they bring in directors and he DPs. Um, I could be there working with him and like, yeah. and eventually I want to like, have him have me on like bigger projects and creative direct mm-hmm. while he does the production or vice yeah. versa. But I, I would like to just be my own self-sustained artist and then doing like creative direction on projects. Um, I think that's like, I think that's my, like where I'm kind of heading. Yeah. Uh, I just want like all the stuff that I'm archiving to be put out into projects and kind of live on its own and then kind of have this like, it's like little world that I've built. But as far as like bringing other people in and then being in charge of it, I, I could, but I, I, for, I don't want to say never, but like yeah. I, right now I feel like I want to be a little bit more individual and self-sustained and then just collaborate on project by project. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, just to, just to kind of keep like, uh, just keep like the, the pressure off of what I have to do. Because I've seen other like creative agencies and mm-hmm. it's, it's a combination of a bunch of artists who've kind of made uh, a career in their lane on their own and they yeah. come together and they work on projects. And I think that's super cool. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting that past me, like becoming part of like a collective later on. But I like that though. It's kind of like you know, like we were saying earlier, just kind of mercenary kind of work for hire thing. Just kind of like dibbling and dabbling in where yeah. you where you feel it's needed or wherever someone like ask it to be, but still kind of maintaining doing your own thing, creating yeah. your own. Because at the end of the day, it. every time I do something solo, whether it's these pop ups or my book or these events, like mm-hmm. it just feels so fulfilling because like no one's telling me I have to do it. Yeah. So everything is creating from from a zero point where it's like. This didn't have to be anything. So when it does become something, it's so fulfilling. Instead yeah. of like, mm-hmm. I signed up for this project, so it has to be something, or this person's gonna have a music video, whether I do it or not. Yeah. Um, which is super dope, and I love being the choice of that for projects. Yeah. But there's just something so fulfilling of like taking thousands of photos that I've been shooting on my own for no apparent reason, then putting them into a project and putting them out, and then they like have its own life. Yeah, I see you have like 
um, I was going through your page. You got like some photos, like Inglewood and stuff like that. Yeah. Are they like? What's like? What, what is the process? Are you just usually just kind of like driving around wherever? Are there like some favorite spots out here? Yeah, well, where you're like taking photos at. Now, what are you thinking when you're doing that? For sure, uh, definitely a lot out of my car windows. Um, <laughs> dangerously, not yeah. great. Like rolling down the window or shooting yeah. or or you know doubling back and trying not to look as sketchy as possible at 3 a.m. Like making U-turns <laughs> and hopping out. Uh, I got super comfortable at one point just driving around at like 2 a.m. in, in East Nashville, just taking taking photos, but. Uh, sometimes I have to turn it off. Usually yeah. now, like when I'm in those like kind of like flow states and I'm shooting for like weeks on a time or weeks on end, I'll just like see stuff. It's like a spidey sense, honestly. Yeah. Like you'll just see like this little bit of light or this like little corner, and I'm like, oh, that's super dope. Interesting. Where, especially in East Nashville, where I drive back and forth, back and forth, I just kind of keep mental notes, yeah. and then eventually, like one night, I'll be out with my camera and have, or I'll come back from an event, I have like five left. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let me go to that fucking graveyard. Let me go to that church. Let me go to that thing. And I'll mm. just kind of like kind of check them off the list and so yeah. it's like a it's like a scavenger hunt honestly but usually i'll just always always try to have a camera on me because mm-hmm. when that that moment pops up like the sun's randomly setting and it's hitting that random wall and i yeah. find that one piece of graffiti that wasn't there or something that's about to like not be there the next day mm. um yeah. i think that's pretty cool too there's a few things and it's it's part of that like documentary um idea behind it all uh, i've taken pictures of so many different like buildings and graffiti yeah. and uh, things around town, and I I pass by it the next week and it's like demolished. Gone, yeah. And I think that shit's like super special because it's like I got it and I could. It's never gonna be there yeah. again. And then usually a fucking like apartment building or something goes mm-hmm. there as well. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So how much film are you going through, dude? Like, I said, you got like a lot of fucking photos, bro. Like, yeah, uh, too much. Is there like uh, how often are you ordering film? Is there like a spot you're going to grab? Uh, Safe Light Imaging, shout out Safe Light yeah. in Berry Hill. They've been my uh, my rock through it all. Uh, that's where I get all my printing done as well. Yeah. Uh, usually buy film from them. If not, I I buy it off of eBay or Amazon when they're not taxing. Yeah, going yeah. crazy with it. Yeah, film is getting super expensive too, and then the processing is a lot, and then the wait time is a lot. So. Yeah, it's a lot. Sometimes I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put a limit on it. Sometimes I'm like, all right, let's chill out for like yeah. a week. But then when I go on trips now, like that book was six rolls in seven days. And I like, I don't even know how I like had the, uh, the, the discipline to do that. It, but a lot of those photos are like back to back. Like yeah. I walked around, saw that one thing, took one photo of it, walked for another hour, saw another thing, got it. And there were like the two great photos because mm-hmm. I, I had so much discipline i'm like don't just take a photo of anything like unless it really speaks to you yeah but now i i, I because i know i want to like build up this archive i kind of a little bit more lenient and it's like especially the the f- finance behind it i'm fueling it all by myself and it's it, it'll pay off eventually i know yeah um so i just put i just save up and put all my money into it but uh yeah, it's. I try to get deals. I usually shoot on like cheaper film, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, Fuji Superior and, and other. Does it shit. matter though? Sometimes it depends what yeah. you're like going for. So like, uh, there's different film speeds for different like lighting. Uh, there's different. The higher, the, the more expensive film has like nicer textures and nicer color. Yeah. So like, say if I know if I'm going to like uh like an event where I'm going to be taking a lot of portraits or something, yeah. maybe I'll I'll throw in like the portrait 400. But honestly, I like that I I've built most of my like archive on that one standard kind of like cheaper. Mm-hmm easily accessible film because well, i know yeah. that's my base yeah and i also like because i lean into that kind of like gritty yeah. kind of i love the yeah. way like it deteriorates in the shadows i love that purple hue that it gets and uh so it matters like to an extent i have a bunch of expired film uh that i like 
using sometimes but then perfect example i was just in florida and i accidentally put one of those rolls in not like paying attention so the whole time i was shooting i didn't adjust for like it being uh expired and everything came out underexposed a lot of like the shots that i got looked like garbage because i had the wrong film in so like it matters then because it's all like technical. But yeah, but I feel like that was more of like just a technical error. But like I know asking them in the last episode, or I mean, yeah, the database guys about cheaper cameras and things. Sometimes I mean, it's all subjective. I mean, sometimes I feel like people get a cheaper camera or something purposely. Yeah, like and they they, they yeah. said it like Osagi said it. Um, it's the same. It's yeah. texture. It's really yeah. just texture. I I like the cheaper cameras for so many different reasons. A, they're inexpensive. Yeah. B, I keep dropping them, so <laughs> my heart doesn't like. I've broken yeah. the same camera in New York two, twice now, and during this shooting for the book, dropped it, almost broke. Mm-hmm. A piece fell off. I was like searching around the streets of New York like a yeah. madman, like finding the piece. <laughs> Wound up replacing that camera. Found another one on eBay. Went back to New York mm-hmm. in October. Fucking did the exact same thing with the yeah. new one and dropped it. But. Uh, yeah, they they all just have their uses, especially with like the handy cams and the we're, like. We're all going back to shooting on tape, and mm-hmm. a lot of it's nostalgia for me. I learned how to shoot on tape, like mini DVs. That was like yeah. shooting skate videos, and even at my film school, we were shooting on tape. And then digital kind of popped right when, before I graduated, which is crazy because yeah. I'm not even that old. So, but a lot of it is texture. I love the way it deteriorates. I love the way that it looks now on like high definition. I love the juxtaposition of shooting yeah. like 4K and the the like deteriorated handicam stuff mm-hmm. um i but i also like that it's I, i've made it my like style and i've leaned into it but it's also more fun because yeah. it, like it it just it becomes way more personal and mm-hmm. it's so characterized that it just uh it doesn't have like a definitive like if you're shooting like a super high-end production music video like you you know the proper way to shoot it you know yeah. the proper way the lighting's supposed to be in the proper way and i yeah. the minute that anything hits that i just go fuck it fuck it fuck it like i want to do the opposite yeah so even when when i when i was saying before when i shot with uh cal in atlanta we showed up to the studio there was just one light and i was like i was just had two film cameras all point and shoots i didn't even have like a manual at the time and i was like i'm just gonna shoot as much as i can in this hour and we had two models we had like maybe like five or six pieces each uh, for all the outer circle stuff for the new drop and mm-hmm. i just like in 45 minutes i went through five rolls i was just yeah. shooting 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 but it got me out of my element i was shooting in a studio but i was like on a ladder i was mixing like daylight with studio yeah. light i was putting on like blue light and red light yeah. so me in a studio setting i was like a rat in a cage i was like i'm just gonna fuck mm-hmm. it up i'm just gonna do different shit and the photos came out so sick and they didn't look like your standard psych wall studio shots yeah. so that's interesting so i think what was it osagi and uh sifu they were saying because they shoot film mm-hmm. And I was asking about their editing process. They're like, they don't really edit it too much. So it sounded like what you do kind of edit your film and stuff yeah, afterwards. I, I study a lot of like classic, classic photographers. And yeah. there's always that like, same thing with music. Like you have like the purists. Or, like I don't touch anything. I'm not saying that, that yeah. the, the database dudes are. Sometimes I'll get the film back and I'm like, oh, it's perfect. Or yeah. I'll just like adjust it a little bit. But like, I'm such, there's a difference if I like tilted the, say if I, shot it really quick and i backed up a little bit uh knowing that i I want like a little bit room to crawl especially when you can't see it like i'm gonna leave myself a little bit of room instead of uh instead of like trying to get it perfect in camera and then accidentally missing when when a point and shoot you're looking through a viewfinder that's not even the lens so it's like technically off anyways Uh so i always have to kind of leave a little bit of like playroom and i'll get the photos back and they'll be a little bit tilted um 
and sometimes it, I'll leave it. Sometimes it'll bug mm-hmm. me. And if I like tilt a little bit, crop a little bit, or sometimes I'll even mask a little, like sometimes like a water bottle out or something. Yeah. And it just, for me, it like, it kind of like is less distracting, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm always changing uh, exposure is a little bit of the color. Uh, that's why, I, yeah, shooting on like different film, it kind of doesn't matter. Sometimes when I shoot on like Portra 400, it comes yeah. out perfect and I maybe just pull the highlights down a little bit. Sometimes I get my Fuji back and it looks like trash and then I'll like mess with the colors, I'll mess with the exposures and then it looks super dope. So yeah, I'm never a purist because at the end of the day, like we were always going to adjust whether I did it yeah. in camera on set, whether I did it in post. I like to get a lot of things as close as I wanted to yeah. wanted them to be like when I do them. Yeah, and I mean the way I look at it is like like yeah, taking film photography like that is an art in its own, but I think editing is a different kind of art. Like it's, it's a whole other It's my style, yeah, especially with you the got to make it your own when Especially you with this book, I was editing the photos to be printed for a CMYK color. So mm. they were already like so everything was going to be like super cyan, super like pinkish colors and i had a i had to edit knowing that they were going to basically like change once i like print mm-hmm. it yeah um and i i went like crazy there's like 150 photos in there and i had to edit each individual one and then two editing sessions later i'm looking at them they're like super crushed and the colors are all wonky and i'm like i'm ruining the photo they're not <laughs> yeah. even like what they're supposed to be yeah. and i winded up just I, like my deadlines were coming up i was like freaking out i was calling my mom like i'm like i'm not gonna get this done i yeah. have like a an event in, like in three weeks if i don't get the, the 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 proof in right now then everything gets pushed and she's just like just fucking either quit she literally told me that she's like either don't do it which it sounds like you shouldn't because you're losing your your mind yeah. or shut the fuck up she's from brooklyn so she literally said yeah. shut the fuck up sit down for an hour, get it done, and then just let it be what it is. So I just swiped all the edits out, and then I just looked at it, I'm like, what does this need? I'm like, okay, a little bit of highlights, a little bit of this, and then adjust, like, the colors. And I just kind of, like, went through them and just barely touched them, and then I put them into, like, uh, the the website for the proof when they gave it to me and yeah. to, like, mock change the colors, and it looked perfect. And I'm like, okay, that's all I had to do. Yeah. I was, like, going so overboard editing, thinking I had to compensate, and I was winding up ruining it, whereas I just kind of had to do what, <laughs> like kind of irked me a little bit. Yeah. Shout out to my then, mom, yo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. Shout out my mom. She's uh she's been my me and my mom are really close and yeah. she's she's very spiritual as well and like she just she's been like my rock through everything and she she knows my intentions and what I want to do and she's just encouraging and she, we we have we pretty much talk every other day and she just she just yeah. wants me to like be myself through everything and like and know that it's okay to like make mistakes and know yeah. that I I'm on the right path and I get so in my head sometimes like yeah. cuz I'm so passionate <laughs> But then I like hinder myself, so it's always like a paradox. But uh, yeah, she she's been she's been very very like supportive and just uh, th- this is my way of like sh- she's single mother like worked all of her life just for me and my brother to like have what we have. So th- this is my way of like honoring her, like yeah. being myself and, yeah. and doing true art and taking care of myself and like putting like positive shit out into the world. That's my way of like saying like thank you and like and yeah. giving tribute to her. So That's yeah, hey, shout man. out. Shouts out all the mothers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, um, I saw you had some fucking uh, photos with like Earth Gang and shit. Yeah, yeah dude. Those. The, the, how so, the fuck are you getting into that kind of shit? Uh, that do? was uh, during Deep Tropics. I don't know if you guys. Oh, are okay. Familiar. Deep Tropics. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. was like that. So that year, 2018, top of 2019. That was like a pivotal year. I was like just very much dropping into like the Nashville scene, all mm-hmm. of, like the DJ scene. Our homie Billy Cave. Um, like all all true creative like that whole kind of era of, yeah, yeah. of friend groups um i started going to a lot more of these like 
these uh like electronic and house music shows and i was getting so much more inspired from those because it was like a vibe it was like loud bass like yeah. it's not really my scene but i but sonically and like and like environmentally i really resonated with yeah. that way more because i was just so over like the rock band stuff yeah uh i just got off of playing like touring with a band that was like really important to me kind of doing like the three-piece rock band thing and i kind of was like oh that's like the perfect version of it i kind of want to maybe now explore the more like hip-hop and electronic side of myself um so i i was like within that scene we were all mm -hmm. kind of hanging out and then deep tropics came up and the homies were like oh do you want to yeah. like, shoot for deep tropics so i popped out for a couple of the days at the actual event but they had all these like um like pre-parties and one was at the cowan which i don't know if it exists anymore but mm -hmm. it was at um the the golf place at top golf top golf yeah and they were like yeah earth gang's our headliner for this pre-party i was like what the fuck and like <laughs> earth gang was getting big but yeah. like yeah. i was on the tip like way before even back in south florida on earth gang and i was like yo these are like one of my favorite artists yeah. and i was like yeah i will come out and shoot and that was like probably one of my first shows outside of like small like clubs and stuff around town that i like was shooting film at and mm -hmm. i have a bunch of like 4k video of that too that's just sitting on a hard drive somewhere yeah. uh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> classic me but uh but yeah and like i love those dudes and so much fucking style and that show was fun and i was just on stage just doing mm -hmm. my thing and like yeah, like uh, I shot that, and then I think I went to um, the uh, the Escape from New York, the um, the Beast Coast tour with Joey mm -hmm. Badass. I saw and, that on their page. Yeah, too. that was like within like the same week and a half, and I had, like broken my ankle that summer, and I was just just coming out of like getting off of that. Yeah. So like I had like a boot on at the uh, at the <laughs> <laughs> at the. Uh, Oh, yeah, the flapper zombies and Joey. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was just in the the crowd with a boot, like taking photos of yeah. all of them on those like crazy like lift contraptions and shit. And then uh, went to Deep Tropics that that weekend and got to got to film them. But Red. that's awesome. When you have a camera in your hand, yeah. honestly, like camera. I was about to say camera culture, man. Like, and you kind of like, I mean, you get you get into cooler places, and yep. I I respect being around that environment, especially being on the music end of it. So it's like if I'm in the room, if I'm backstage, yeah. if I'm on stage, like. I'm a hundred percent there, like yeah. for that artist. So it's like I know when I'm like in the way. I know when yeah. to not take a photo. I know when yeah. is the perfect moment. I also know like that Man. if I just go into the like on the back of the stage, no one's really gonna. I don't give no fucks, bro. I'll be going up on the stage. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, well, but what I was just about to say, yeah. but then I also like I'll like walk around the stage yeah. and like I know I know my way around the stage, especially when someone's performing. Yeah, they really don't care. And if no one told you no, like, yeah, when I was at right? Deep Tropics, I have a picture on my my Instagram of uh uh bonobo or bonobos the the like electronic musician yeah. and so he was like the headliner he was about to go on and i was on on stage with the stage manager and he was like where are all the, where's all the other photographers i was like i don't know i'm, I'm here though and no one told me that they're like you couldn't really go like out on like the full part of the stage yeah and then uh they told you like no flash photography because there's all these other lights and everything anyways so as soon as he started i walked out on stage i'm wearing like a white shirt like an asshole <laughs> out on stage turn to him and i flash him and like the stage manager just comes up to me he's like bro you literally just did everything wrong and it was like one of my favorite photos i've ever gotten because yeah. <laughs> well, if i didn't flash I mean, it wouldn't have gotten him yeah. and like uh there was no one on stage so there was like no one else in the background and i was like the first photographer to get it so shit like that i'm like yeah br I'll, I'll break the rules because like yeah. i'd rather a stage manager yell at me than like because yeah. the, like, the artist like gets mad and you're like okay yeah. I'm, I'm being yeah. a dick but uh, the artists usually yeah. don't give a fuck about. Artists usually they don't. I mean, like, who doesn't want their picture taken? Right. Especially if you're being cool and like, you're you're documenting and stuff. Yeah. Again, like, if I'm in sessions or if I'm in the room and like no one is like 
told me like hey you're coming out to shoot i'm not gonna pull my camera out immediately meeting someone yeah but yeah, exactly. i'll like do it at the right moments and kind of like introduce myself first and that's the, the camera's been my business card for the last like two years right. showing up to events taking dope photos especially like i said before when if i really fuck with someone and their style and their outfit i'll like take their photo and then introduce myself yeah. and i think that's like the kind of like the best form of it's like i did something mm -hmm. for you I'll probably give that to you. I'll link up with you, but then I also get to like have that interaction yeah. post taking the photo. So yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, that happened the other night, dude. Yeah. You're talking about yo. Are we gonna have to pay to get in, and we walk up with the cameras. They were like, and they just let in. us in, like yo, <laughs> yeah. okay, like all right. Yeah, if you, just, yeah, yeah, if you like, just look like you know what the fuck you're doing, especially at bigger venues, like no one's gonna like say yeah. anything. And if they do, you yeah. just kind of like keep moving around okay, them. Okay, I guess I'll pay. Because right, right, <laughs> right. I've been at shows where I'm supposed to be there, but say like they didn't get me like a a full like tour pass or something like that. I'm just like, oh, I'm with so and so, and like it just takes that one like venue like arrogant dude to be like, no, you're not doing no, that. Yeah, yeah. But then some yeah. people are just like, I remember when I was on tour, I was in the like. At, I was like playing the show and then I would walk around the venue later on they'd be like oh you can't be up here and I'm like I just was playing like I can yeah. I can be over here and I would show them like the, like, the pass and be like yeah. oh sorry and I get it. everyone's just doing their job yeah. and stuff. but honestly like it, if you're not like interrupting anything then you kind of just I'm, I'm there yeah. to do what, what, what I need to do yeah. and then uh, I'll deal with the consequences later <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure Fuck yeah, man. Well, yeah, well, wrapping up. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, man. I mean, it's just, we're just kicking the shits, bro. Like, yeah. how we normally do. Yeah. Yeah, but, man. Guys, uh, honestly, I, I really appreciate being on here, man. Like, just having, like, a, just an outlet. I feel like I've kind of finally put my myself out there this yeah. year. And all my close friends who have known me, this has kind of been, like, a long time coming. But a lot of people are just kind of getting introduced to my stuff. And I have a, a lot of work on the way. A lot of yeah, projects. Man. A lot of cool shit. So, this is, like, perfect yeah, timing. Yeah, share it, man. Yeah, before we Yeah, know, I mean, kinda, that's what like, we want to yeah, be for uh, the city. Winnie any projects specifically or I don't know what, I always tell yeah, people whatever yeah, you can yeah. you feel you want to speak on you yeah, know, yeah. yeah uh as specifically as possible just kind of keep a lookout visions by night mm -hmm. um on all the socials gonna get a website up um pretty soon mm -hmm. so this is my my first book infinite and impermanent are there copies of this so i have like the last few copies left mm -hmm. pretty much sold out of everything i want to sell as is i'm think i'm gonna like release those last copies uh as like a package put a yeah. couple other pieces around okay. them kind of do some special things uh like i i have so much stuff i printed for the show some of this like i have these skateboard decks that That's I had for grand. the show. Yeah, I have like five of those and they came in the day yeah, after my show. So a lot of my uh, influence came from like growing up skateboarding. That's like yeah. my first love before music, visuals, all that stuff. Like skateboarding was the conduit for like understanding culture and everything behind yeah. skateboarding is like lives in me of how I approach life. Like being an individual Man. style, like, you know, it, it, the, the music and visuals and like uh physical expression all of that is like wrapped into one culture and i couldn't have been more privileged to like get introduced and be around that scene growing up so skaters like, are hardcore bro yeah <laughs> and my like, cousin k wash he uh he lives out um in la but he's always around dogtown and stuff mm -hmm. Venice. like skating with those guys man like skate culture it's it's a it's a whole different world man it's like those motherfuckers yeah. they're like tough as fuck bro they're like oh war yeah ready, bro. they're like war intense ready. yeah, yeah and like a, and i'm like removed from it now but like i have so much love for it and uh yeah, I always say like skateboarding, like the main thing is to be individual. Like yeah. you, like yeah. I, I love the scene of like six skaters like at a spot and they're all like lined up. We're like at the run up, and one goes and does like something super dope, but like tries their own trick and they're trying their own trick. Comes back and then the next dude's going, gives him props and then yeah. does his own trick. And like that's how I feel now when like 
me and like the database and all yeah. those homies we show up to all like the sh- like we show up to a show the minute it starts we're all shooting we have like yeah. a million point and shoots but like they're all gonna look different we yeah. all are doing different tricks we're all doing yeah. different styles that is so, like, the one I do love that about skateboarding it's like everyone can do a kickflip but it's gonna look different for every person and it's, it's like a sin to bite it's a sin yeah. to like not have your own style yeah which I couldn't have like been more of like privileged to grow up in like a an environment that was like a hundred percent pushing individuality yeah. yeah but but also at the same time like a community yeah. so so printing on like skateboard decks is like you know like that was my like way of getting that like childhood yeah. like you know making my own deck so dude, i printed we like need, a bunch like more fucking like skate photography out here dude i feel like we don't see that yeah you know, we got like rocking town and like a few other spots and stuff like over by like two rivers there's that yeah, skate and there's park like there's like com- compound skate yeah. shop and uh yeah uh, nightmares like a skateboard company yeah. based in nashville so like I, I i see those dudes around town like trying to make some friends with them and uh yeah a lot of like filmers and photographers yeah. and shit so like they're 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 here for sure um i just think it's just kind of getting getting like the yeah. the community together like i would love to do like photo pop-ups at skate shops and shit like i i want like so i don't skateboard anymore but i want to be a part of that culture as much as possible and like doing shit like that like whatever i'm doing now i want to kind of like keep blending the all the worlds here i wonder who like the top skateboarder is out here we need to get him on here whoever that is whoever that is that skate culture skate part skate culture is cool bro like they fuck with the music bro they fuck with the like photography and shit like yeah it's all style and like skateboarding is literally about style about like self-expression and style and it's super dope and like endurance it's like doing a trick over and over and over until you get it like that shit is like mastery yeah uh mind and spirit have so so much respect for skaters yeah Yeah, man but yeah so so i have this book i'll probably put out like a like kind of like a special edition package for like those last few copies uh but yeah i have like about like four or five projects that i want to put out um almost like volumes i'm going to be releasing those throughout the year um I have a book of like poems and writing I think I'm going to put out this okay. year as well just yeah. kind of like just kind of like now that I I introduced photography as like my my main medium this year or last year now I'm going to kind of introduce yeah. that um hopefully like a, a music project as well that I've been kind of cooking up in the in the <laughs> in private yeah. um but yeah just like trying to do some more exhibitions some more pop-ups uh I think me and Jonathan, three or three Jack, we want to kind of maybe put like a big collab project together as mm, well. Yeah, okay, maybe that's what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, wanted, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm not trying to. He didn't want to say yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those like, dudes yeah. are like cooking up so much yeah. heat. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to it's, tell. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to tell what it is, but hey, it's probably yeah. But pretty much this year is all about like just putting out as much as possible, and then like linking the city, like all of all of, like the dope creators, just keep getting them in the same rooms, keep getting keep. Keep giving them the flowers. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you guys know uh, Alexander Bryant, organized visuals. He does like all mic yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just went to his. Oh. Uh, this shit is gnarly. Yeah, I just went to his yeah. exhibition at the Frist. Man, he has a, uh, an exhibition, oh, a full shit. exhibition at the Frist. So shout out to him, man. I'm really proud. I got I, like rushed off of work on a Saturday. Got off at like four. Went home, showered, and like yeah. popped over there to to see it. And just like that shit's dope, man. That shit's like history. You know, like yeah. seeing like a like I did. I went to one of his. Uh, his like previous uh, exhibition next to uh, Slim and Huskies a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and this, that was already planned the first thing. So I was just super stoked to to you know someone from the city to like be in the first and no, like that's fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I, bro, it's it's just a beautiful thing, man. Like all the creatives here and shit, man, doing stuff. It's like they're just cool to hear about it in general. It's 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 definitely a renaissance. Yeah, and, and I and I. I feel blessed to be just even in the room, even like in the conversation and contribute. And that's all, like I said, yeah, that's man, all that's I all wanted, it is, man. Bro. That's all it is, man. Just showing love to the community, man. Yeah, and the more I showed that all this year, the more I got it back. Instead of like being bitter or trying to, just, you know, 
be on my own lane and like not yeah. talk to anyone and be super arrogant. Time. It's stupid, man. Like I've I've made so many dope connections and so many dope friends and like all of those the database like all those homies have been like my inspiration and they're just like no fuck like we look up to you and like we yeah. love your shit. I'm like bro, you I see you guys grinding and putting shit out. It's like it make it makes makes me want to do my shit. Yeah, and uh, I think that's like beautiful. And for us to like show love and say that and not to have like that like that corny like masculine pride to like you you know like be like cool guy everything like i i totally uh give anyone their space if they're just vibing and want to be themselves and not super open and stuff but like just showing that love man like that's what it's all about it's like life's too short to fucking be in a bubble and like and then try to keep all that shit inside especially if you do like (laughs) and i don't show like fake love either like if i fuck with you i'm gonna say i fuck with you if i don't then I'm, i'm just gonna be like yo you're doing your thing yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I, I see that. you doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel that. Well, well, hey, man. Hey, y'all. Make sure, man, y'all fucking like, comment, subscribe to this bitch, man. You know what I'm saying? Show some love, bro. Like, yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, hey, we out here, man. What is this? Episode 76, bro. Like, we're already, like, outdoing the average podcast, bro. Yeah. Like, most people stop after, like, goddamn five episodes or some shit yeah dude i I believe in you guys man you guys have Uh, dope conversations on here and a cool platform so if like you know if i can come on here and push you guys like that's that's yeah man we'll have you back again man you know like i say it's kind of um you know we just kind of like to kick the shit bro Uh, it was like one episode black was was like hey man where the why you got no questions written down i'm like dude what the fuck we don't do that bro (laughs) yeah i mean you have them in your you know like i kind of like yeah like just kind of vibe off of it yeah yeah main topics but that's like the beauty of conversation like if it's it's too planned and like too i mean you guys do a good good job of like segueing things and kind of keeping things on track but it's like that's what a podcast is man it's conversation yeah, so that yeah. shit just like stream of consciousness i feel like that's corny bro like you're <laughs> writing shit like nah, let me get out my notebook <laughs> just listen to the you know i'm all about listening to what the person says yeah, i was watching an interview thing, yeah. with uh basquiat and some random dude and he just kept like saying these like one-liner questions and he was just like uh and just like giving like the yeah. most short answers and then he would just ask another like like totally out of context question i'm like you I mean, he didn't God, know. I'd love to see basketball on the podcast. That'd be amazing. Well, because, like, it should yeah, be a conversation. Be I saw this yeah. dude just, like, just, like, say... And they were all, like, antagonistic, like, kind of, like, got you questions. Or be, or he was, like, insinuating every time. He's like, so when you do your work, you're thinking of this, right? And he's just yeah. like, no. And then it's just, like, awkward silence <laughs> yeah. for, like, two two minutes. And then he's like, okay. so your stuff means, like, this, right? And he's like, no. And, no. and like, he would just have to constantly, like, redirect it. I thought that, was, that shit was so corny, so... Oh, man. Well, fuck well, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Well, it's been hey, a great episode. Yeah, it is. I mean, hey, y'all. Catch us next week, man. This has been, you know, another episode of MC to MC, man. I'm glad to have you here, dog. Thank you know you, what I'm saying? We'll, we'll definitely it. have to get you back again, man, once sure. some of the stuff comes out and stuff later in the year. Absolutely. Um, Hey, man, but y'all know what the fuck it is, man. It's your dude's perp. Oh, Tom. Hey, man, and we're going to catch y'all next time. Peace.